0: Yo! We are Brooke and Sid. And
1: we're talking BS.
0: Belief systems, of course. <laughs> thoughts create our realities and we are passionate about creating better thoughts.
1: Join us as we figure out life from the inside out. Figure out what's holding you back and how to get out of your own way. Come, Come join, join us, us as we, talk, we BS. talk BS. Yo! What's up fam? How we doing? How are you? Oh, I'm so excited for today's podcast. So excited for this episode.
0: I am just always excited.
1: Perfect. (laughs) Starting this one though, I want to put it out there. Trigger warning. Yeah. What we're going to talk about today is going to rub people the wrong way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really confronting for a lot of people.
1: Yep. Guaranteed. I mean, we're going to be confronting some of your own BS, some belief systems that you may not even know are belief systems because they're so ingrained
0: yeah I think one thing you and I are very big on not even just in the dance world but just in general is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable 100%. and we're here to make you feel that today <laughs>
1: yeah. 100% we're here to make you feel uncomfortable we're here to make you love feeling uncomfortable
0: yeah because yes that's where growth happens
1: outside the comfort zone always the magic happens outside the comfort zone it
0: does yes
1: so what is it that's going to trigger you today Brooke what are we talking about
0: We are talking about happiness and how happiness is a choice. Yes. And even full stop, there. we're going to get haters, bring it on. (laughs) Because I think, you know, it's such a program to feel suffering. And we spoke about this just briefly before. And suffering is something everyone feels. That's why, that's what makes us human. Yep. We are born suffering. As soon as you come out of the womb, you
1: cry. Suffer.
0: You need to suffer to get something. You need to you need to cry to get your nappy change. You need to cry to get milk. That's how humans are made. We're that's, trained. We're trained. Trained yeah, from
1: it. you know trained from before we can walk, talk, speak. Like yeah. not everything, we're taught that. Yeah. When we we're taught that there's a response to suffering. We're taught that the world responds yes. to yes. suffering, and that's how we get validation. That's how we get comforted. That's mm-hmm. how we. That's how attention. We, yep. Literally
0: anything. Yeah. We our first point of communication was
1: suffering. Yes. And so it's going to be very confronting to people who are still in operating in that paradigm because that paradigm is a comfort zone. And so it's going to be confronting to those of you out there that feel like you don't have a choice. And what we're here to do <laughs> is to show you that that... <laughs> Is a choice. Yes. That actually thing is a belief system. It's all BS.
0: Yes. The fact that some people may feel like in any situation of suffering that you don't have a choice is a belief system and we're here to change that for you today. Yes. Let me though, before we kickstart this conversation, actually this is going to kickstart this conversation, we're not denying your suffering. No. That's one thing we are very clear on today is that whatever suffering you may be feeling, we're not here to deny that at all. We're here to hear you. If you have any suffering and you're struggling with it, please post in our comments, either on YouTube or on our Instagram. Please post in the comments so we can help you address whatever suffering you may be feeling. But today, it's not about denying you.
1: Absolutely not, because that's the nature of suffering or the nature of that beast is to put you in a hole. And you feel, when you're in that hole, you feel trapped. Totally. The purpose of this conversation is to show you the light. And to show you that you're not trapped. And even in that deepest, darkest space, Mm -hmm. being in that space, or your response to being in that space, rather, is a choice.
0: Totally, yeah. And, I mean, (laughs) what I think is a pretty funny analogy is that Sid and I would never just run into a cancer ward and be like, hey, just be happy, everyone. Why are you suffering? Come on. Absolutely not, no. So, yeah, we just want to preface that we're totally not denying anyone's suffering, whether that may be, you know, the the full extent of suffering, like yep. in a domestic violence relationship oh, or, you know, Whatever being diagnosed with cancer or losing a child or losing anyone, you know, we're not here to deny you. But in saying that, we are here to hopefully guide you to find a choice in the suffering and come out the other end as a result with the emotion of
1: happiness. Absolutely. And I think that's that takes us on to the next yeah. thing. Yeah. So I want to draw a distinction between... Making the choice of happiness and just slapping a smile on your face, yes. and just kind of like, because there's a lot of that mentality out there, you know, slap, a, put a smile on your face, get your head down, do the work, mm-hmm. just get it done. Yeah, and that doesn't actually address the trauma, and that's not actually an intentional choice. Even that is like a, a trauma reaction. Mm. You know, it's like if this happens, you know, you just put on, go on Instagram, post some happy yeah. photos, yeah, lead a, lead, show the world that everything's okay. But what we want to talk about is the difference between being in the trauma or being in the suffering and feeling the suffering and then being aware of the suffering.
0: Yes. Yes. So what I think I'm going to use as an an analogy today is if your car breaks down, okay, Mm. like you've got no money in the bank, your car breaks down, there's probably a thousand other things going on, you can sit there and be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't do this. This is not okay. I don't have the money for this. I'm freaking out." You know that can that can cause a spiral. Life sucks. Life bloody well. Why sucks. does this
1: always happen to me?
0: That especially, yes. Yeah. What we want you to do in a situation like that is to become aware of the experience, not deny it, not just not just you know be in that situation and be like, "Oh, well, this is great. Guess I <laughs> guess I should feel happy then." Yeah. No, it's to accept. The shit is to accept the experience that you're feeling, become aware of what your body's doing, and then also put yourself in a place, which is what awareness does, to either react to the situation or to respond to the situation. Yes, I think awareness in general is, you know, it's it's not thought about enough. No, so funny. Well, we don't
1: we don't think that we don't think that awareness is a choice. We have moments of clarity. People have, like, moments of awareness mm. as they just kind of go through the automatic programming. Yeah. But they don't realise that they can access that awareness whenever. No. Anytime.
0: No, because we're brought up in a world where it is first person. You know, if yeah. you're feeling suffering, if, if you're feeling depressed, you I say, I am depressed. Yeah. The words I am are so powerful. But yeah. rather than saying, I am feeling sad, or, I am feeling depressed, or, I am feeling angry, say... I am experiencing anger. Yes. What are you going to do about it?
1: It pulls you away from being the emotion. Yeah. And you're just a, a, a being that is going through the emotion.
0: Yeah. It gives you a choice to respond.
1: Yeah. And that comes back to those that listened to the last episode. We left you with the tool there, the, the how fascinating. Yes. It's a beautiful tool to pull you away from feeling the emotion to yeah. accessing the curiosity. Yeah. Which then you have an awareness of the situation.
0: Yeah. It puts you in the response
1: mode. Yeah. I asked you this before. Do you know the difference between a reaction and a response? You tell me. You tell us. Two seconds. That's it. Two seconds. When something happens, the very first thing that our body does is react. Yeah. That's our animal brain. Yeah. Fight, flight, freeze. Yeah. Straight into it.
0: That's how we survive. Absolutely. It's, it's normalised to feel like that. Don't think that, you know, we're saying this and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, well, why am I doing this? Why am I choosing suffering? Don't worry, everyone is. Hum-
1: that's that's the human condition.
0: It's how we live.
1: If a lion was to walk into this room <laughs> right now, I'd be like, bro, how'd Shit. you get up here? Like, <laughs> we, we should
0: probably escape. Yeah,
1: yeah. we high up, But, but yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> You a smart lion. This
0: is the 12th floor. Yeah. <laughs> You needed to get
1: an elevator yeah, up here. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> you can eat me. No, but you. But the fear, the fear that kicks yes. in, fight, flight, freeze. That's the animal brain going. Okay, I need to take over to get this thing safe, to get this body safe, yeah. right? Um, but in two seconds is all it takes for you to take a breath, to ask yourself, you know, what's going on, or even to you know to pull yourself into curiosity. How fascinating! Mm. And then once you've made that distinction, yeah, then you can make a choice.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, some things as well, you don't give yourself the two seconds for and that's normal as well. I mean, if a lion were to walk into here right now, I can't imagine myself no. being like, just pause. <laughs> I just need to respond to this. No. No. And, but in, in cases like that, you know, if you ever do make decisions where you pull on suffering or you pull on those fight or flight, mm. I think to get the result of happiness, you need to forgive yourself. I think forgiveness as well as a choice.
1: Oh, that's huge. Thank you. It's like a so whole much. another topic, but we're here now. <laughs> let's go.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so it happens. I mean, shit happens. People make mistakes. You need to forgive yourself. Mm. And then that is a way of also saying, like, thank you yep. for helping me live through that situation. Next time, let's do this.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, that forgiveness is that acceptance, right? Yeah. That's you acknowledging the shittiness of the situation, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever... And like you said, there's no... Like, all trauma is trauma, yeah. right? It's yeah. the, up to the perceiver. But the second you acknowledge that, then you can choose how you respond to that. Totally. So on that tip, I wanted to flip the script... Yes. ...and talk about the fact that that reaction or however you react... ...when, you, when something bad happens and you're angry or frustrated or fearful... ...or stressed or anxious recognizing that happiness is a choice Mm -hmm. and having awareness Mm -hmm. leads us to the core understanding that all those other emotions are choices as well. Yes. So we really, when you're feeling crap, in that moment I go, I'm actually choosing to feel this way. Yeah. And because it's a choice, it puts the power back in my hand to change the way I'm feeling. Yeah. So rather than go that person made me feel like this or that thing really sucked or that Mm. experience was really traumatic. Yeah. I can go that experience was that. Mm -hmm. But then now how I feel as a result of that experience... It's my
0: choice. Yes, yes. I think, yeah, we're totally... It goes back to the denial thing. We're yeah. not here to deny no. anyone of trauma. No, not at all. Um, and again, like, we say happiness is a choice. It's the easier way of saying, like, an algebra equation an equation. Yeah. Like, we're not here to say, you have a choice of feeling sad or happy, just feel happy. No, that's not what we're saying. Mm. We're here to almost say, like, awareness is the choice that we're really focusing on here. But we're not going to say... <laughs> If you're sad, then get aware. And then once you're aware, then you have the choice of either either reacting or responding. And then from there, if you respond properly, then you can get happiness. You know, when we say happiness is a choice, it's really the shortened version of what we're trying to give you here.
1: Of all of that. And the thing is, and it sounds if you've never, if you've never experienced that before, if you've never experienced this the flow of awareness into pulling yourself from being the thing to observing the thing, yeah. that may be the first step that may be confronting. That yeah. may be the first step you, you need to work on. I I know that the way I live now, that is, an, that is an automatic process. Yes. Because I've just, like any muscle, I've just trained it that much.
0: You, and you need to train it. And that's the thing. Right now we've spoken about trauma and, like, the hard trauma, the hectic trauma. Let's just talk about everyday life. Yeah. Because even that needs training. Even that requires awareness. What yep. we want you to do right now in this very second, whether you're driving, whether you're sitting down, I like to listen to podcasts when I do laundry, actually. Oh, nice. If you're doing laundry... Be aware of how you're feeling in this moment. Because I think that's one of the biggest subconscious programs. Yeah. Is your current state
1: of mind. Yeah, totally. And so much of our feeling is driven by stuff that's happening outside the present. Yes. When you think of like anxiety, that's that's a relationship we have with a imaginary future. Mm-hmm. When we think of stress, that's something that's that we poor
0: imagination. That's poor Poor imagination.
1: Poor imagination. Yes. That's what that is. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: I think one way to as well become aware of your current state of mind, you might in this moment be feeling like, oh, I think I'm doing okay, but it only takes like one phone call to then either say, you need to be here five minutes ago. That, how you respond to that, that's how your current state of mind is. Totally. Like before, and I use this as an example before, like I was on my way here and My boyfriend called me and he's like, you know, where's the cash to pay the money, the mowing man? And I was like, well, where I told you. Why don't you remember, like, where I told you? Even then, when I spoke to my dad after, he's like, Brooke, do you realise what just happened? Like, you just reacted to that phone call. Mm. There was nothing wrong with that phone call. You were still driving. You were still getting there. It was, I made it an inconvenience to feel that way. Like, you know what I mean? It was not an inconvenience. He just forgot where the money was. That's all it was. And I made myself frigging angry over it. Like, how dumb? Not, (laughs) Not proper angry, but like... I got frustrated over something so silly like that. And that, to me, shows that, okay, I need, a, I need to have a moment. I need, I'm i aware that I'm maybe feeling frustrated or stressed like I have had a massive week. And um, I'm obviously still feeling the stress of that. And I need to pull myself out of that BS and calm the 100%. down. A hundred percent.
1: And the purpose of this th- is us being on this podcast and having this platform is yeah. not to preach in like a we know this shit, no. it's that we are doing this shit yeah. every day, we're facing yeah. it, we're facing our own BS every single day yeah. and we're just using the tools that we've practised, have learnt and practised yeah. over the years to be yeah. able to do it and exactly. we it's all a human experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean we're just as normal as everyone listening.
1: Yeah, like like you said, suffering is, suffering is the program that we're taught first Yeah. And we're taught, even in that program, just to go a little bit deeper, like we're taught that suffering will result in love.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: wow. That just came to me. Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, cry and then mum will hug you. Yeah. Like that is ingrained. And unless you have faith, unless you've ever reached a point of awareness, Mm. if that is the paradigm that you have cruised through life with, you have gone – you don't even know what other areas of your life that subconscious programming is affecting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, say you're 30 years old, that's 30 years of doing the same reactive response, you know what I mean? Like, you need – it's not going to change in a day. No. 30 years can't be changed in one day instantly with a mindset change. You can work on it every day, 100%, and you can get better at it. But, like, even me and you, we both fall into the subconscious program again of – Being sufferers when we don't need to.
1: A hundred percent. Well,
0: of feeling like we're suffering, not feeling the experience is shit. Now, what are we going to do about it? Not being the observers. That's what – I think that's the mistake that we make a lot of the time, which is normal. Again, we're here to normalise your mistakes. We're here to normalise
1: a lot of things. Absolutely. Like, it's like – and it's like going to the gym. You know, if you go to the gym day one, you're not going to be able to do a hundred ups Mm. but knowing that 100 push-ups is possible is all that you need to keep you going. Yeah. And it's just about showing up and it's it's about consistency. So showing up to your own mind. It's really just like the same way, you know, you'd show up to the gym just to get stronger and stronger. It's about showing up to these moments of, of frustration, showing up with awareness. Yeah. And the more you do it, the more second nature it gets. Yeah. The more As, aware you get of your own BS.
0: Yes. As well, I think it's a BS in itself that... You need to believe that things will get better, that you will get better, that the possibility of improving from this current situation is a reality, not a maybe. Because, yes, there's optimism and, yes, there's hope, but that's not the same as believing the fact that, you know, things can change.
1: Totally. And they can change either way. And whichever way you believe them to change is the way they'll change. Yeah. If your BS is the exact opposite, if mm. your BS is that everything is shit and things are going to get worse... Yeah. I guarantee you, yeah. I'd put money, <laughs> money on that, that. That's exactly what you're going to see. And that's yeah. going to... So the thing with... and We're, we're going to touch on this probably more in next episode because I think that's when we're going to go deep into thoughts. Mm. But just to quickly touch on it, your BS is really founded by your thoughts, right? Yeah. So your thoughts create the way you feel about a situation. Those thoughts and feelings create your behaviours, which create actions that reaffirm your thoughts. Swirl. So, <laughs> That circle is crazy. (laughs) But that circle is how it works. I learned that through... um, I learned that as, like, a Buddhist practice. So, for me, it was taught through, like, that's the flow of Buddhism. And I I may be completely wrong. But I'm not. But that's what I was taught. So, (laughs) that's my BS. Um, But the point is that whatever you see that BS as is going to be a reality. So, whatever you see that... Choice has. One, if you see that there's a choice of things can get better or things can get worse, Mm -hmm. whatever you choose will become your reality. Yeah. Two, if you feel like there is no choice, if we've already triggered you (laughs) and you're sitting there, if you sat through 17 minutes of this (laughs) completely triggered, that's amazing.
0: You're welcome. You're
1: welcome. Like you've done good.
0: Yeah.
1: But if you feel there is no choice, no that that is also a choice. Mm -hmm. You have chosen to disempower yourself. Mm -hmm. And by recognizing in that moment that that's a choice, that little trick re-empowers yourself. (laughs) You've gone, oh, nothing can be done about the situation. If you go, nothing can be done about the situation, full stop, I guarantee you nothing can be done about the situation. If you go, nothing can be done about the situation, and then you pause and go, oh. I believe that I've chosen that nothing can be done about the situation, then you can ask yourself, do I want nothing to be done about the situation or do I want to make a better choice?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's so, it's so crazy how easy it is to forget choice, yeah. but everything in life is a choice. And the biggest choice you can make is being aware. Yes, crazy boom
1: so when we say happiness is a choice just to come back to what Brooke said before it's not about slapping it in the face and being like be happy
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it's definitely not about that at all
1: no no it's about finding that awareness first pulling yourself into it I always feel like if there's trauma grief is a natural human emotion yeah so if you're feeling grief then you know feel the grief accept the trauma accept the thing that's making you feel a certain way but once you accept it then look at yourself as the observer of the thing, rather than the the, the feeler yeah. of the thing.
0: Yeah, I want to put my uh, little country girl boots and hat on here, and I want to give you a little bit of an analogy. Is people if they're still feeling triggered right now, and you're thinking I can't even be aware that this is a choice. Like I can't be if you know I've hit friggin' rock bottom. Yeah. how can I be aware of my awareness? Like how mm-hmm. how am I supposed to pull myself out of this suffering mentality? What am I? What can I do? So, put it this way, if you're staring at a paddock and it's brown and the grass is dead, if you can't possibly turn around and see other options, you're not aware that they exist. You're not giving yourself that power to possibly feel happiness in that situation. I'm not putting that in a very good way, am I?
1: No, it makes sense. Oh,
0: great. But then also what Sid has a really good way of looking at this as well, is that if the paddock is brown, also be aware that you can water it.
1: Yeah. You can change that. There may be a green paddock and a brown paddock and you may be just staring at the brown paddock going, why isn't this paddock green when there could be a green paddock you're looking at. Yeah. Or you can be aware of the fact that you can water the brown paddock and all the paddocks can be green.
0: Because there's things you can control and there's things you can't control. And yes. I think this really helps with becoming aware as well, is that you can't control that the grass is brown. No, that's, you can't control that. But you can control how much water you give it. Yep. You can only control what you can control. You need to start letting go of things you can't control. And that's as easy as saying to someone, if you're stressed, just don't be.
1: Yeah. Right? It's, it sounds simplistic. And I don't want any of this stuff that we're saying to sound like flippant. Or lighthearted, or like, no, duh, because it does sound that way sometimes because it really is a matter of flicking a switch, mm. but it takes work to get to that switch flicking point. And I think the work it takes is becoming more in touch with your, or becoming, finding that awareness, becoming more in touch with your BS.
0: Mm. Yeah, I know. It's, um, yeah, it's really really a hard thing to grasp the concept of, especially because mm. in this day and age, like what we were saying is when you're suffering, you then relive an experience and you might feel PTSD or you might get depression from reliving that experience. But that in itself is a choice as well.
1: Yes. That sounds, and again, know, like we're trigger not warning. Trying,
0: we're not trying to deny your feelings.
1: Not trying to deny your experience. This is not to deny your experience at all because all of those things... I'm going to say this. All of those things are real. Yeah. Everything is real, but only because we make it so. Oh. 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 Sorry, but it's real. It, so, for example, trauma, and I've been listening to the work of Dr. Don Wood. It's, like, amazing trauma psychologist and just incredible. But the way he talks about trauma is the fact that it is a... Relationship that we create with a, you know, it with a reality that doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't mm. exist in the present. Yeah. And but yet, you know, that thing has happened. It's like you you were saying before, the thing has happened. But when we feel the trauma, when we feel the pain, it's like it's happening to us now. Yeah. So we're the visceral reaction, the psychological reaction. We're as if we're in the thing that was causing us pain, but it's not there anymore. The lion isn't there anymore. No. And so he, th- the work he talks about is about re- reframing that relationship
0: mm.
1: just so you're detaching the, the reaction yeah. from, from that past experience. And that's a super simplistic way of kind of glossing over it. Yeah. But the, what I took away from that was his work is based in the fact that there's the choice to make to, to reframe it.
0: Yeah, the one thing I want to normalise as well, I mean, it is already pretty normal, but reliving an experience is how humans survive. True. So if you touch a hot stove, you're going to need to remember that that stove is hot
1: because mm.
0: otherwise you'll just touch it again. Do you know what I mean? So reliving experiences is normal, yes. It's so much easier for humans, and I don't know why this is, to relive physical pain. It's, you remember it as physical pain. But when it comes to mental pain, we remember that as mental pain. Mm. And instead of coming up with a solution, we just relive it and we constantly relive it. Like, things can – once you relive something, it becomes a lesson. Yeah. Or it can be. It's a choice.
1: That's the difference between a lesson and – on that stove Mm. analogy, Mm. I think the the subtle difference is that we remember that the stove was hot. Yeah. So, we're not reliving the pain of touching the stove again. But
0: that's because it's physical. Right?
1: Maybe. I don't
0: know. I don't I, I, know. I don't have the is answers a, for that
1: one. It could be. I don't... Like, what is, it, what is it about humans? If there's anyone out there that knows, why is it that we're okay with that and we go, we don't feel the physical pain again, but yet, you know, we'll feel the emotional or mental pain of Which heartbreak? Is, and or, it's pain. It's chemicals. It's pain. Like, it, it can yeah.
0: actually damage your heart. That's why... Like, broken heart syndrome, when people actually die of a broken heart, is real. True. What?
1: Yeah. That's a thing.
0: That's wild to me.
1: Yep. So we make, but then we make it physical. Isn't that us making the emotional or psychological thing physical? Like we're putting that in our body?
0: Yes. And that's a choice. Like, yes, it is pain and yes, it can be pain, but you're putting it there. Like, no, I can't make Sid angry. I can't go in and give Sid chemicals in his brain that can make him feel angry. I can't. Please don't. (laughs) But I can't. It's it's not possible. Mm. I can't hand you anger on a Mm. plate. You choose to feel anger.
1: I mean, on that, yes, there are chemicals that do change our emotional expression, though. Mm. Like, you can take, you know, hormone-affecting chemicals or even, I mean, we we all know that there are chemicals that, you know, like serotonin is, dopamine, these are all like happiness chemicals.
0: Yes, but is Sid angry or is Sid experiencing anger? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's your choice that lies there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a, like, finding those moments of awareness, it's such a fine line. But then when you can see it, Mm. it's clear. Mm. Yeah,
0: so I think what we want to leave you with today is, Training you to become aware of one, your natural mental state on the regular. Yeah. Because that is what can cause a downward spiral and you don't even know it. Yeah. You can slowly become depressed over time and then be like, wake up one day and be like, oh, sh- I feel like shit. Yeah. Or it can be the other way around. You can wake up every day loving your life, but it's because of what you do, what work you do on the daily will determine that. But with awareness, yeah, in any situation, any phone call, if ever you feel a type of way that may be linked to suffering, anger, sadness, depression, pull yourself – well, no, don't pull yourself out of it. Accept it.
1: Yes. Accept
0: how you're feeling. Then become aware that you can't control how – like what is making you feel that. You can't control the traffic. You can't go in and push all the cars out of the way. But you can control how you're going to react to that or respond to that.
1: Accept what you can't change. Yes. Change what you can and have the wisdom to know the difference. Wow,
0: that was nice. That was nice.
1: Thanks. I didn't make it up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's not my words. It's
1: not my words, but came out of my mouth.
0: Yeah, a good example as well, I was just about to say that, a good example of choosing awareness and choosing happiness is the book titled The Happiest Man on Earth. Both Sid and I have read this and it's about a Holocaust survivor and it's titled The Happiest Man on Earth. Eddie so, is yeah, amazing. Yeah, Eddie Jaku. So you can, I mean, gather from that what you will, a Holocaust survivor that's titled The Happiest Man on Earth. And everything is written in the book about his experience, which is just cray. Like phenomenal. I like, think it's
1: ridiculous <laughs> that a human being that human beings could put other human beings through what he went through.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, just as an example, this is what really stuck with me. I wake up and it's cold, right? It's winter here. Mm. And I think, yeah, but am I marching through negative twenty in my pajamas with no shoes on? No, I'm not. Is it snowing and I'm in pyjamas? No. I'm in my bed. I'm warm. Like, shut up.
1: Absolutely. Like, and this story is just going to put so much in perspective. And again, it's not to take away from anyone else's trauma because everyone's trauma is impactful and important to them. But when you read a story like this about a man like this who then finds happiness out of that, Mm -hmm. it...
0: It's inspiring. It can inspire you. Yeah. And sometimes all you need is inspiration because the change lies within you. We can't change anything for you. You have to want to do the change, but we're here to inspire you.
1: That's it. (laughs) That's what I want to leave you on.
0: Yeah, on that note. Perfect. Thanks Thanks. so much for listening.
1: We love you. Okay, bye. Bye.